Good morning, Coach. How are you? Uh, doing well. How are you guys? How you guys been the last couple weeks? We're doing pretty well. We missed you at the bye week. You know, we were, we were we were gonna say, all right, Jerry continues to join us every week. Is uh, is Coach gonna take off with the bye? And uh, apparently, you did. So we missed you. Well, I missed you guys too. What did you do? What were you doing last Friday at six thirty a.m.? Can you even remember? <laughs> Frankly, I was in here. No, I, I kind of stayed. I just stayed on schedule uh, in the morning, and then was able to you know pick the kids up from school. So. Uh, yeah, it was it was good to you know catch up on on a lot of work and, and frankly get ahead on some things. Coach, I've uh, I've been debating with some Cowboy fans on how we were rooting for last night's game. Uh, I know you're not always able to take in the entire thing, but were you looking that uh, looking at that game? Do you look at these games from a home field advantage standpoint? Like, have Arizona lose so the top teams in the NFC can all have one loss? Uh, how do you, if you do, root for those types of games? Oh, definitely. I, I think you're always aware of you know the, the records of the teams around you. But yeah, definitely. I, I think that, that's that's where I was. My interest was. Uh, it was a crazy ending. I, I did see the ending of the game. Um, but um, you know, I definitely watch you know the teams um, you know that also are in front of you on your schedule. You know, obviously we don't play Arizona for quite some time, so mm-hmm. um, it's always beneficial to see a future opponent. Coach, I'm not asking about Aaron specifically. Just when you're missing that many receivers, Vance Joseph said something interesting. He said sometimes it can make the quarterback in that offense more dangerous because they don't feel like they have to force feed someone the ball. But it's still really rare that you can score and put up points like that without all those weapons. Have have you found that to be true when you're going up or having a guy without their top two receivers or maybe three receivers that you can still be really dangerous because of whatever it does to the quarterback's mindset and spreading it around? I mean, in my opinion, you'd like to play that way all the time, and that's really how we focus on how you approach it is ball distribution. I thought Green Bay did a tremendous job of just spreading the ball around and you know taking what was there. You know, I don't know what the final statistics are, but from what I saw, it looked like they – controlled the ball a lot in the game and you know they just ran it and and uh, just a high completion game and I thought it worked worked out very well for him. Coach, you said you kept yourself mostly on schedule during the bye week. Is that one of the most difficult things about getting back in a groove after a bye? Like how do you get a team, you know, to to play just as well as they were before? I mean, sometimes it's a bad thing to go into a bye week hot because you lose your edge. How do you get back in a groove? No, definitely. I mean it's, it's frankly something we've talked about almost daily here as, as a football team, you know, it's, it's your process, it's your pace of operation is the, is the category that, that I, you know, put these conversations and emphasis in and, and it's, and it is, it's, you know, frankly, our pace of operation to start the week was definitely not what it was when we ended the week going into New England. So you, you definitely have to get that part back and, and going. And, and I felt like we had it, Going yesterday in practice too, but you know, but you know, the obvious reason why you have the bye weeks, uh, there's so many positives come out of it. You know, our, you know, our, our guys feel good. They've been able to get away from it and just individual workouts. Frankly, uh, being in here every day, we had a, a lot of guys in here during the week early, so uh, it looked like you know most of our guys just kind of stayed on schedule also and uh, stayed stayed true to their routine. Do you ever root for bad practices? I mean, I know you don't want. I know you. You don't want for a, for a, for a wake up call standpoint. Like, hey, we're five and one. We haven't won anything. We know we're the toast of the town right now. Do you 
Do you ever kind of, you know, get secretly happy with a sloppy practice? I tell you, you, you have taken media analytics to a whole different level with that question. <laughs> my, my goodness. No, I don't, I don't ever root for a bad practice ever. I mean, especially in today's NFL, you know, you, you, don't, you don't have that many practices. And, and it, you're trying to obviously get a team ready to win weekly. But you got to remember, we've got, we got a bunch of young players who want to continue to develop and, and work with them as much as we possibly can, too. So, no, I. I've all, I always root for a good practice. Mike McCarthy here on the fan. Obviously, uh, coach, the biggest question in town, uh, and, and Vegas kind of scared us last night, uh, suggesting that Dak is not going to play or he'll be severely limited with their line on the game. But uh, is Dak Prescott going to start and play Sunday night? Well, that's we're still working through that. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the answer for you yet. So, um, you know, we we told him we would go go through it, and hopefully, no by Saturday is, is what what would be our goal. So we'll see how he feels when he comes in today. Is what is the point of no return on a decision? I know, like people say, game time decision, but does game time decision really mean like literally seven twenty on Sunday night, or is game time like you know you got to make a decision somewhere before then? No, I, I think you just you just stay true to your your medical timeline. I mean, there's a uh, you know there's a process. You know, you know, Britt Brown and Jim Jim have done a you know great job here for years. So uh, and, and obviously. You know, there's a strong working relationship with Dak, and so you know it, it's it's really the path leading into the game, and uh, because you know you you don't want to see this uh, turn into a week to week you know deal, and, and more, most importantly, you want to make sure he can be out there and be you know be able to protect himself, and you know and, and be able to play and move at a high level. Did you think with the bye week that he'd be a little bit further along physically in recovering after the end of the New England game? No, I wouldn't say that. I, I I would definitely put Dak in, into the the quick the quick healer category. So he, no, he's he's making progress. Um, you know, he put he puts a tremendous amount of time in you know into his body on a normal week. So this is something that he's fully focused on. So, uh, but you know, he's improving every day. So we're just going to trust the medical timeline. And you all's latest designation on him. Um... Is is probable, questionable, or doubtful with what you listed? I don't know. What did we list? I don't know. I was hoping you could tell. <laughs> I hope you would know. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll finalize that today. So, uh, frankly, I, I haven't seen him yet this morning because I'm uh, hanging out with you guys. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get that information here. You know, before the uh, seven thirty team meeting. Coach, obviously, you have a nice you know lead in the division. How much? of that factors into this decision. Like, hey, we can we can be a little bit more conservative here. It's not a must-win situation. We're up three and a half games in the East. That has to factor into it, right? No, I think those are all excellent points. I mean, it's something you think about. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, you know, every one of these in- injuries are individual. And, you know, and it's, you know how's it going to affect him? The, you know, obviously the position he plays, all, all, all that stuff. But, you know, the most important thing is, is to make sure he's fully healthy and, and able to go, and, and that, that you know we do the best job we can, you know, uh, for this not to be a long term, you know, long term situation. Where do you anticipate Leal Collins uh, starting the game on Sunday night? Well, we, you know, right now our, our rotation is is the same as it's been, you know, the last uh, what four or five weeks. So um, we'll continue to work that today and tomorrow. Is is it a 
best five issue right now with with where the offensive line is, or or did you have Steele graded higher than Lael? Uh, and is that why he has not resumed his his starting role? Well, I mean, it's it's been it's been five weeks. I think you definitely have to factor in that. You know, continuity, mm-hmm. consistency uh, definitely plays into it when you're evaluating the whole offensive line. So, you know, those are all the variables you look at when you make these kind of decisions. And uh, I've had a chance to sit down and talk to LC about it. And, and hey, he's done exactly what he said he was going to do. He just want to jump in and get back out there and uh, just get ready to play. How big of a jump is it for him to go back to playing guard when he hasn't done it for a few years? How big of a challenge is that? Oh, I'd say it's definitely a challenge. You know, seeing him in there in pads yesterday, he, you know, he's, uh, you know, he seemed, frankly, he seemed very natural at it. Um, so that's, you know, it's the first I've seen him in there, you know, live like that in the practice. But, you know, I thought he handled both the guard and the tackle uh, reps very well. Mike McCarthy joining us here, 105 through the fan. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, has not performed uh, as well at night as he has at in noon games. Have you found that some players just play or perform a little bit less when they're outside their normal routine at, at different times of game? And why would why might that be? I would say this, you know, that, 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 that's an interesting stat, obviously. Um, but when you when you look at those type of individual statistics, I mean, you know, this is the ultimate team game. I mean, you got forty eight mm-hmm. guys that line up on Sunday, and obviously you're coordinated with with ten others at all times. So I, I don't really put a lot into that uh, because you know I, I don't really see all the variables and parallels that you could line up to make a case of the of, you know why is that why does that exist? So um, interesting stat though. Hope Cook. it holds up. Coach, we <laughs> we all know about Mike Zimmer uh, around here, very respected guy throughout the league. Uh, we know about their offense, not as much about their D. What what have you seen from the Vikings' uh, defense uh, before Sunday? Oh, that's I mean, very similar to the ones you know Mike has uh, coordinated up there in his time in Minnesota. I mean, it's 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 a scheme that he's you know evolved in his time, uh, but you know the coordination of the front and the coverage is uh, very very similar. You know, Harrison Smith is. You know, someone that, that's you know played there a long time. I think he's almost you know ten years, and you got the combination of uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bar and Kendricks. Those guys have been there seven, eight years together. So it's a, it's a, it's a coordinated group that that plays the system very well. Uh, com- combination pressure is, is is really is what I always felt Mike's defense is uh, really challenged you with. So we're we're expecting some of that. Having that bye week to work on it will will definitely benefit us. You know, uh, as our prep going into the game, but it's. Uh, it's all. It's always a tough, tough defense to go against. They they do a good job of keeping the lid on the, on the scoring. So this will be an excellent challenge for us. Coach, what's been the biggest struggle in the red zone? I know that the team isn't you know performing in the red zone as well as they do between the twenties, and it's obviously tougher down there. But what's been the biggest struggle this year? Well, I, I think you know statistically, we, we we obviously went through it and had ourselves got presentations. You know. It's really, you know, it comes down to, you know, ex- execution. And, you know, you, you got two plays there that, uh, you know, you got three quarterback snakes, and you can make an argument all three of them were scores. And, uh, and we're over mm-hmm. three there. So that's, you know, that's that's part of the statistic, you know, tilt as far as, a, you know, tight end production. Uh, but it's really, really good things there. But, you know, it's just, you know, able to fine tune some throws, some timing throws, and things like that. But, uh, you know, we felt. Confident coming out of it, it's, it's nothing that we couldn't correct. 
When we were asking uh, Jerry about the offensive line Tuesday, he just stopped things down and said, let's give all the credit uh, to Joe Feldman, who was coaching these guys up front. Uh, what can you say about him, Mike, and, and the job that he has done with this group uh, so far this year? Oh, I, I think Joe's got, done a tremendous job. Uh, you know, Joe and Jeff Blasco are, you know, two outstanding football coaches, and, you know, they've created a, a great environment and room there. And, and, you know, frankly, now getting all seat back and, you know, being healthy is full tilt, but, you know, I think we see when you watch coaches, you know, coach a position, you know, look, look at your young players and uh, you look at our, our young linemen, they're, they're developing to get better. Terrence Still is obviously, you know, made a huge jump from last year to this year. So I uh, can't say enough about the job Joe's doing. Coach, thanks as always for the time. Missed you last week. Good to have you back and best of luck on Sunday. We'll do it again next Friday. You bet. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too.